What's going on, everybody? We have teched it down just a little bit. We are hoping that my computer can actually handle what we're throwing at you live tonight. It is September 2nd. We're already in September, peeper. Peeper. People. And uh, we're here to talk draft grades. We hope you enjoy it. But first, our main man, Walters, who is now our fierce competitor, has something he wants to say. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. With your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. everybody and welcome to the hidden oaks overdose football fix podcast i am one of your lovely hostesses just like walter said the garlic johnson we are joined by your other lovely hostess the joshua mitchell say hi to the folks josh hi folks nailed it uh if you want to engage the show you can do so hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com facebook.com slash hood pod or anchor.fm slash hood pod those are all the places you can interact with us we are still on our journey that is very slow moving to 100 subscribers because currently our youtube channel url is ugly as hell couldn't even tell you the letters or numbers that are in it but we would like to someday be youtube.com slash josh is awesome youtube.com slash hood potter whatever we have available to us but something like that currently we're sitting at 16 out of 100 so be a friend tell a friend make a bunch of fake gmail accounts i don't care just subscribe to our youtube channel and get others to do it and then we'll shut up about it as soon as we hit 100 you'll never hear about it again if you're listening to the audio podcast, the description start or the segment start times are in the description below. And thank you, Levi Oki, for the beautiful art that everyone can see. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, I don't understand why you find it to be such a big deal that we need an Earl. I actually kind of like the UC two hundred one SA eight RT six CO FUK. Hmm, interesting. Is that um, is that OB9 what it is? LSSDW. Yeah, it's capital FUK. Just kind of right in the middle between between sixty nine. It's FUK. Hmm. I wish I was lying. So six fuck K, six fuck nine is what you're saying here. Well, six CO. F-U-K, O-V-9, L, S-S-D-W. So there's a little bit more sandwich to it, but... So you think that's I mean, better than YouTube.com slash Josh is Awesome or YouTube.com slash Josh or Squash's Pod? What about Squash's I Pod? Mean, Squash's Pod is okay, um, but this is my middle name, so I wouldn't mind keeping it that. Okay. But how are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing well. I, I'm sitting in the same chair I've been sitting in since uh, 7.45. I thought you didn't so. start working until 8.30. Or is it well, always? I mean, yeah. I, I, I logged in at 7.45 and I hung out in here for a little bit. Got up at around 6 because Kaya is Kaya. Okay. Yeah. No, no rest for the wicked. I had softball last night, um, which brings me to the point you made when there was 28 seconds left in the countdown um they nicknamed me the softball jesus the softball jesus because anyone who can see the stream right now josh has kicked up his brightness all the way there's a huge contrast between josh's all white background and my dim dark background because all the natural light focuses on me and then everything else behind me gets darker so you so do you identify as jesus or no just to be clear for the folks 
I do not. I, I did not find that nickname to be appropriate. Um, I am not softball Jesus, but I did get a chuckle when they said father, son, and holy dingers. <laughs> I do love that. Do you, are you going to do that every time you go up to bat now? The father, the son, and the holy dingers? I mean, that's perfect. I will, I will, I will not. I oh, will not be doing come on. that. Why? But I do, I do think that that needs to be put into a t-shirt somewhere. <laughs> Caramel bear? You're not listening, but you should probably get on it. Also, shout out to Jesse. I want to acknowledge the fact that Jesse is currently in the chat. He said, y'all better be social distancing. We are currently approximately 140 miles apart, 160 miles apart. So, Jesse, if that's good enough for you, I know most people say six feet, so we're overdoing it a little bit, but hope that's good enough for you, Jess. All right, Josh, is that all the chit-chat you want? Anything else going on in your life? Anything else you, you find worthy of noting before we get into the meat and potatoes? Um, I guess not really. Nikita hit a deer the other day, so her car's uh, out she, of commission. Is she okay? Well, I don't know. A deer's dead, but I, I mean, Nikita's So fine. it was, it was a doe? Yeah, no, it was, it was, um, apparently one was laying down on highway 10. Great spot for a nap. I can't blame <laughs> them. Um, and there's another one. And, and so she made the decision to run over the one laying down, I guess. And, um, Obviously, scary situation. Her car took some damage, but uh, thankfully, I don't have to drive into the office, so she'll be driving my car for the week, week and a half. Nice. Well, that's good that you guys got something figured out. So, true story. I have also driven. I have also uh, ramped a deer. So I don't. It's probably not. Maybe not the same situation. But T was there. We were sitting there driving. Long story short, we were driving home from Arizona. I was on some freeway in the middle of nowhere. It was probably three in the morning, pitch dark. Everyone else in the van is sleeping. There's a fucking bitch ass semi going like five under the speed limit on the freeway in the right lane. I go ahead and get right there in that nice left lane. Yeah, that no one else is in conveniently. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I get into that left lane, I happen to see a pretty cool uh, a deer just chilling there right in the middle of the fucking lane, laying down, taking a nap like you said, perfectly legs facing towards me. So like I said, it appeared, like at first I thought it was a trash bag, but I did end up ramping that deer because there was no chance of getting back in the right lane. Um, once we got to the next gas station, there was guts and everything else spewed up on the back of the van, but the van is untouched and still is in commission today. Literally nothing happened to the van. I don't know if I was blessed by Holy Dingers himself or what happened, but probably something bad should happen to that van in the middle of fucking New Mexico or wherever we were, and it didn't, so. And you <laughs> fed tea for a week. <laughs> we did. So we, I mean, obviously, we had to pull over, strap the deer to the top of the van. We weren't just going to fucking leave it there. That is dinner for a while, Josh. <laughs> right? Probably, uh, probably uh, T probably made some nice uh, coat for it um a coat for the deer or from the deer he's a little weird yeah he made a coat for the deer from the deer doesn't realize that it's actually already a coat for him but hey you know we we let that short little guy do what he wants uh he is short isn't he all right josh let's no no um no further delay let's get right into the fan tasty zone and our fan tasty zone is brought to you by arnold palmer again fuck you brian we got the southern style i'm gonna drink i'm gonna keep drinking it because it tastes like summer Ooh, that was a good one i could see it josh you got any uh, fan tasty zone sponsors today uh just uh good old rum are you jack sparrow Ooh, that was a. I look like a good hearty sip of rum. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the Punisher. Uh, clearly says Josh right in the fucking cup. I mean, 
Shh, don't give away my name Punisher idea. Josh. Do you have two names? Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, into the Fantasy Zone. So we did get a little fan interaction. That's where the fan in Fantasy Zone comes from. Last week, I didn't even notice this until legitimately 15 minutes before the show. We got an email from Walters last week that you must have read because it was never unread when I looked at the email box. But we got an email from Walters. It says, this email is mainly for garlic. This is in regards to the last week's show. Oh, I read that. Right. So he says, first off, you falsely stated that you guys lost the Walters comedy bit. To lose something means you either misplaced it or are missing it. And since neither of those are true, especially the latter, the Walters comedy bit is not lost. It's just not happening because it's not funny. Second, you stated near the end of the episode that Josh must not have started mocking this year. That is also incorrect. You, Josh, and I are in multiple group chats together and we frequently hang out in the same Xbox Live party chat and Josh never seems to stop mocking me. I am not sad about this, just stating facts. Anyways, I enjoyed listening to the pod. Keep up with the good work. Walters. Sent via Samsung Galaxy S8 and AT&T and 5G Evolution capable smartphone. That last wow. line really hits home. But so yeah. are, that's going to be on my tombstone. Are we not in fact missing the Walters comedy bit because we planned for it and now it's not here? How can he say we are not missing it? Does yeah, that logic no, I mean, follow? His uh his comment was wide left to me, I guess. Um it, All right. uh, why why? Why you got to do that in the beginning of the show? I, you can't even I, I wait till whatever. like the middle. I take whatever opportunity I can get. Um, but as far as Walters, yes, we are missing the Walters comedy bit because it was something that had been talked about for months. Like, I mean, we'll act like we put months of preparation into this podcast, but... Um, God, could you imagine? That, right? Could you imagine preparation? That stuff's for, that stuff's for hemorrhoids. Um, but... Uh, um yeah we we talked about it we thought oh yeah we'll give it we'll give it a shot we'll let him run this season through and you know we even tried to hire writers for him he said no i got this and clearly he didn't what was he doing that entire time he he had planned on this i told him to start jotting materials down yeah he tried once and he had i I don't know anyways josh let's move on to the next email our next email is coming brian from the last show brian very frequent member of the show uh, and I want to just go ahead and say, Brian, I, I want to look at him as more of a, uh, he's a co-host. He's an honorary, mm. never seen, never heard co-host because he's the only one that ever contributes. I mean, co-host is a bit strong, but he is certainly a regular contributor, like a, like a, uh, a Marnie or a Rosie or, you know, he's not, yeah, no, he's, he's not a co-host. He's our Mark Rosen. Okay. Sure. Yeah, he's our Mark Rosen. That's there. fine. I'll, he, he can gladly be our Mark Rosen. Anyways, from Brian in regards to last week's show. Listen to the 256 show. For the most part, you guys did well. Only a couple teams where you seem to be smoking something. Since life is always more fun with money on the line, let me throw out a $5 prop bet for you to ponder. I will take New York and New York against the Packers. Total wins. I would also give you the Chiefs on an over of a 13.5 line. How about give you the how about give you guys the Titans at over 11.5? Let me know. Glad Arnie is back. Love the grum. Brian Knup, his phone number, his email. And, Josh, I don't know if you saw this little bit. You could easily overlook it. But if you look in his signature in the email, he did include his social security number. It's probably a made-up number, but he included a social security number. There is nine digits there in the format of a social security number. So I am led to believe 
We have Brian's social security number. You think that you think the last four is his bank pin? I think it's an important digit anywhere in his life. Um, you know, we could we could probably check it. I'm gonna go ahead and guess <laughs> it's Brad's social security number, and he just wants us to start living his son's life. Ugh. But could you imagine stealing Brad's identity? Would anyone even want that? I mean, I wouldn't mind. He has a pretty cool dog that eats Cheez-Its. That's cool. That is that is cool, and that is true. All right. Well, anyways, Brian, so that was our last email, so we'll transition. We're still in the fantasy, but Brian, your propositions go from okay to absolutely terrible. Josh, I don't know if you read these and if you had anything prepared, but here's where at least I stand. Brian, firstly, to your proposition of New York and New York against the Packers. That one interested me the most out of the three of them. I am certainly willing to take the Giants and the Jets versus the Packers, but just to tweak it slightly, I would like the Pack plus one. I think that's more than fair. I'm just asking for one extra game. So the Giants and the Jets versus the Packers plus one. I would lock lock in that $5 bet today. With the KC... We get the over at a 13.5 line. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely not. I'm not taking that. Josh, do you want any of that action? No. God, no. Okay. And then with the Titans, the Titans at, we get the over at 11.5. I said I would take the Titans at 10. So we would push at 10. He gets one through nine. Uh, I get, or we get 11 through 16. And that's where I would do that at. So Josh, do, do you agree with my counters? Do you want to take Brian's proposals as is, or how do you feel about Brian's, you know, money on the line um, for the bet board here? I would, I would take the Titans at 10. Um, I'd even go 10 and a half just to, just wow. to, so you'd undercut me half a game, a huh? Happy. I see, I see. Just to keep him a little happy. How about 10.25? It's, it's really no difference if it's above 10 Shh. then. Okay. All right, final offer, 10.1. No. Well, that's where I say. So, Josh, if you want to make your own individual bet, we can have various bets on the bet board. But someone's got to go create the Hidden Oaks Bets Twitter account to make this official. But anyways, so that's my counter for myself, Brian. New York and New York plus verse pack plus one, not taking KC in any event. And I'll take the Titans at 10. Sounds like Josh would take the Titans at 10 and a half. So you can decide what you want. Uh, well, Josh, I mean, if he gives you Titans at 10, I'm taking Titans at 10. I'm wow. not going to, he, no, he's going to, he's going to price discriminate. Why? If he couldn't, if he couldn't get a better deal with you, why would he not separate the deal? So probably Texas individually be like, yeah, Gar agreed to 10.5. Do you want to smash that in? He'll sucker you, Josh. Brian's a smart guy. Yeah. I, I smart. But anyway, so you you would do you're with all my counters then or no? I'm with your counters, yeah. So all right, so we are unified. He can pretty much double or nothing it with me. All right, so we are unified. Oh Christ, I dropped my phone. We are unified as a podcast, Brian. We don't take any of your bets as face value. We have two tweaks to two of them, and the third one you can fuck off. I can't wait to read the email about the the little ten point five bit that you're going to try and edit out. How dare you? What do you mean? Try and edit out. <laughs> I've only edited right. out my name from the podcast. That's it. Anyways, no, you didn't, did you? anyways, Josh, if there's people here watching us, we, it says we allegedly have four viewers right now and we don't want to disappoint them. We've probably already dawdled too long. We're here to talk about the Hidden Oaks draft and how we're going to grade them. I had a better thing in my head than I lost it mid-sentence. That was cool. Anyways, we're drafting the Hidden Oaks. We're grading the Hidden Oaks draft. Josh, are you ready for this? Born ready. Uh, well, first of all, this is how we started last year. How do you feel like the event went? Uh, I was still in the branches backyard. Grass was crispy. The wind was still blowing. Not as bad as last year, but there was still a little wind. Um, no robin this year, so there's no long delays in the picking. But how did you feel about the event, Josh? I thought it went well. 
Um, there was a mice sting in there. Um, there was a, there was a bee sting on a on a non drafting member. By the way, she should get off the court next time. Yeah, no, that's uh, cotton crossfire is what I like to. Say. Um, and uh, but overall, I thought it went well. Uh, people showed up. Kyle, we had a celebrity drafter. Oh, um, two two, two celebrities drafters. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's true. We did. Um, yeah, we had uh, Laura there. Um, still mad she didn't draft Van Jefferson, like you said. Um, great opportunity, great opportunity, yeah, Jamie. If you great. ever listen to this, you could have had someone on your team named Van. I made that very clear to Laura many times, and she decided to draft someone else. So, is she really your friend? Probably not. Yeah, no, it's it's a horrible, horrible person um, that Laura Landvik. Um, but her husband was there, and, and he's a good guy. So, I guess oh, Mr. Landvik. Yes, yes, Mr. Landvik. Um, Overall, I thought it went well. Obviously, got made fun of because I made a sandwich about near the end. But, but I don't yeah, know if you, you can call bring... it made a sandwich. You brought out a bagel and what appeared to be mayonnaise or cream cheese or whatever it was. It was no, very it was, runny. It was definitely, okay, it was bread from the Target Bakery. And it looked like so a bagel was, from my angle. That was a bagel. It was, I mean, it was close. It was like a baguette. I mean, that's the same first three letters. Um, and so, yeah, slice that bad boy open. Put on a little bit of mayo, tossed on some ham, some Turk, a couple slices of cheese, and then I just topped it off with a bunch of chips because I didn't have a plate to put chips on. You're my hero, Josh. All right, anyways. I got made fun of. Moving on from the bagel, I think it was a good event. It was a a sandwich, by the way. To Willie and Hammer, I hope you – I mean, you both have kids. I'm not saying you shouldn't have been on Skype, but I hope you realize that Skype is certainly inferior to being there in person. T, who didn't even get to draft your team and probably cares more than Jamie does, get your shit together, man. You should either be there or at least be on Skype next year. And you won't end up with a team that we'll talk about in a little bit here. Uh, anyways, Josh. I was working. Ugh. Yeah. He had totally promised me he'd switched his shift. I don't know if that was clear, Josh. I'm sure that came up in Xbox Live parties. He had promised me he had switched his shift and he was good to go. Meantime. Anyways. I mean, you only gave him like a week's notice, a- right? Correct. Anywho, Josh, how are we going to grade these drafts? What different methods will we use to come up to our overall determination of who is good and who is bad? Um, well... As you know, I've been learning coding, and so I've run some data analysis through Python and the terminal and all of these uh, fancy coding terms that people use. Um, I'm still learning what those might be, but through 10,000 different iterations of code, I have found the true ranking of our draft. The truest of true? Yeah, but then when I woke up, I realized I didn't know how to code that uh, code that well and so i just went off of what uh, football guys fantasy sp fantasy pros um jack walters and roto trade said josh you seem to have left out the biggest one the biggest one of them all no you- oh we're we're not oh i thought we were just doing the normies josh branded stephen colbert we're gonna throw at them the hardest truthiness we know how. You used you used to be very anti-truthiness. I believe last year you started to come around on the truthiness train. Where do you currently stand on truthiness? Well, similar to the Carolina Panthers and the Minnesota Vikings football teams, I'm on the every other every other schedule. Okay, so you hate truthiness this year? No, no, I'm gonna like it this year. Okay, okay. So you're you're all in on the truthiness. So you'll be delivering your well, own you truth. Know, you never know. I might maybe I'm in the confusionness. <laughs> that could be true as well. Anywho, I'm just no, truthiness rocks. 
We've had we have delayed quite a bit. Let's hop right into it, Josh. With the first overall pick, we're just going to go team by team. Then we'll give you some overall grades and where you stack up in leaderboards afterwards. Josh, we have Bradley first up. He had the first overall pick. Do you want to just give us a quick rundown on his team? It's only fourteen guys. You could probably do it in fourteen seconds. Well, it's bold of him to take Chris McCaffrey, number one overall. I mean. There you go. I'm, I, what do you want me to say? I literally just asked you to read his team, so I'll do it instead. Oh. He's got CMC, CMC David, David Johnson. Johnson, Adam Thielen, Deshaun Watson, Darren Waller, James White, Deontay Johnson, Matt Breida, Sterling Shepard, Muhammad Sanu, Patriots D, Taysom Hill, Dan Bailey, and Lamar Miller. Now, I know we don't have this added in there, but we're going to do team name suggestions on the go. Oh. Bradley, <laughs> I suggest your team name be Johnson & Johnson. Because you have David and Deontay Johnson, and Johnson and Johnson is a brand of childcare product. I can say Bradley is one of the few who has already updated his team name, and his current team name team name is Run CMC. And I thought that wasn't that bad. All things considered, that's not that bad either. No, I mean I could stick with that. But if he's looking for something midway through the season to kind of switch up that feng shui, give him a little bit of a competitive edge, Johnson and Johnson is the route I would go. All right. Well, to be clear, I was 0% prepared to give impromptu team names, so I will probably not so do I. so because I'm, yeah, but you're you're creative and I am not. So I'm going to let Josh lead the way on that one. Anyways, into the grades. So from football guys, we get a letter grade. Bradley got an A. It's probably no secret that it's related to the fact that he got Christian McCaffrey. From Fantasy SP, a system that Josh and I do not understand in any way. It, the scale doesn't make any sense. Every player has a rating, and the, the scale is not of 100. We don't get it. But, Bradley, your Fantasy SP score was 178. And that's not going to be much to you right now, but eventually you'll learn how that stacks up compared to everybody else. From Fantasy Pros, you got a 93, and that is a 100-point scale. Jack, the jack of all grades, so if you're in the Dynasty League, you should be familiar. You got a C-plus from Jack. Jack was not a fan of your team. And then Roto Trade gave you an 86 out of a hundy, and they projected your record to be 8 and 5. I'll skip over Walters for now, and we will read his things after ours, Josh. So, Josh, you put a little something together, and why don't you kind of intro this and what you and I are going to be doing to grade the teams here. Yeah, so just to, uh, just because, obviously... Everybody has 14 players or, you know, positions, whatever you want to say. Um, I, I thought maybe it would be fun to kind of go through each team, pick out our favorite guy. Um, so what we're doing is we're picking our stud, steel, steamer, and stinker. So the stud is your favorite pick of the draft. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the best player, but kind of your favorite, like, yeah, no, that's personal. Great. I love that guy. I hope he does well. Personal bias um, included for sure. Yep. Steel is the guy that you feel is going to outplay his ADP. So um, for for those of you who are uninformed, ADP, average draft position, um, obviously CMC, not going to perform outperform himself. I mean, he's not, it's possible that he outscores what they're projecting him. Very possible. Um, but I'm talking about like the guys who are middle of the pack, maybe, maybe projected R, RB 15, wide receiver 20, somewhere in there. And they finished, you know, wide receiver 10 or higher, that sort of thing. Um, steam, 
means, you know, they're blowing hot steam out their bum. Um, they won't play up to their ADP. So they're guys that have gotten all the offseason hype. Uh, they're the ones that everybody's like drafting because they feel like they need to have them. Um, but they're, they're, they're just steam, hot steam there. And then stinker. That's just our least favorite pick on that person's team. Doesn't mean they're bad players. It just means that we didn't like it. Maybe thought that there was other value available. Um, or we just don't like the person. As Garlic said earlier, our personal opinions do factor in. Right. So two of them are personal opinion. Oh, so okay. I'm, Jesse says Elena says hi. Texted me. Didn't put that in the live chat. I don't, Jesse's detarded. Anyway, so two of them, the stud and the stinker, those are going to be personal bias included. So that's Josh and I's personal opinion. The steel and the steamer, that's going to be more. Josh and I will try and be objective the best we can. Those who we legitimately think will under and overperform based on their ADP. All right, Josh, hit us with your four S's for Brad. Well, first off with the stud, I had David Johnson, um, mostly because you'd think that someone who went number one overall just a few years back, um, getting him at the end of the second, I think, you know, that's great value for him. Um, and even if it's not, you have CMC, so you're still sitting pretty there. Um, my steal, Matt Breida, he has a chance of being the starter down in Miami if Jordan Howard does Jordan Howard things. He was a bear, so let's be honest. My steamer, um, Adam Thielen, um, while he is a good wide receiver, I just feel like with Diggs gone, it's going to attract a lot more focus to him. Um, and so he may not be that you know top 10 wide receiver he's been in the past. Um, and then my stinker, my least favorite book, pick Mohamed Sanu. I thought that maybe you could get somebody else. Um, you know, there's some young guys with high upside. Um, and then that Patriots often is going to be a big question mark without Tom Brady. I feel. All right. So moving on to my stud, I have CMC. Just the fact that I'm proud that Brad, I mean, not saying that Bradley does a lot of stupid shit, but it's certainly possible. Like if I had the 101 pick, I might think about doing some creative or, you know, bold or whatever, but Bradley just locks in the absolute undisputed best player in the draft. We don't know necessarily. It's not a guarantee that he won't break his leg on the first snap of the season, but for Brad to lock, walk away with the number one fantasy player and then have a pretty decent draft behind it good for you brad cmc is my stud for the steal i had deontay johnson so one of the johnson and johnson this guy is the easily the number two in the steelers offense ben roethlisberger should be coming back for a full year when big uh when the big bad rapist fuck is around that offense is electric so deontay johnson should see a fair share of targets and receptions and touchdowns while juju is getting doubled the steamer, I picked Sterling Shepard. I personally think that even on the Giants offense, Shepard's the number three. Darius Slayton was still available. Brad could have gone, or I'm pretty sure he was still available. Brad should have gone Slayton instead if you wanted a Giants receiver. And then my stinker, my personal least favorite, I went with Taysom Hill. I mean, I know in ESPNU, Taysom Hill has moved around. He can be a tight end to flex, whatever. I just... He's too gadgety. You're never really going to play him unless you're in bye week hell. And if you're in bye week hell, why would you not have a, just a player at that position instead of rolling the dice and hoping Taysom Hill happens to have a weird week where he gets in the end zone or something? So that's my least favorite. Uh, I will then move on to. Oh, do you have any other comments about? Oh, we're going to read Walter's things about. Oh, fuck. We got so many things to read. Uh, Walter's just said potato, according to my screen. I mean, but what you wrote. Is not true, Josh. He didn't actually write potato. No, well, I can't. <laughs> so 
do you have Walter's things up in front of you? Because if not, I'll probably get it up in front of you so we can kind of go back and forth and I'm not doing it the whole time. I guess. Anyways, Brad, I will read Jack, uh, Jack's comments on you first. So Jack, the jack of all grades, he wrote a 15-page document, almost 10,000 words, because apparently Jack's just really fucking bored when he's supposed to be hawking insurance or whatever Jack's day job is. And uh, he has done this now for us like three, four times. So Jack, we greatly appreciate everything you do. Jack's comments about Brad's team. Overall, this team has some solid pieces, and while I think CMC, Watson, Thiel, and Thielen will give you a decent baseline, I just don't see the rest of this squad being able to cover up the lack of depth or weakness at your wide receiver two slash flex positions and your bye week. Having to start Deontay as your wide receiver two and White slash Brita as a flex each week rather than upside backups makes me worried for your long term, especially if anything happens to one of your top pieces. I'd give this team a C plus so we got some harsh words harsh words coming out of jack there i mean i shouldn't say harsh but maybe in jack's mind really he doesn't take johnson um coming from walters we have solid team up and down might be a little thin wide receiver love the running backs quarterback and you have a tight end so that's walters um i mean obviously grading he didn't give a letter grade but um Seems he likes your team, Brad, so good job. You got the Walter stamp of approval, Moss Squad for life. All right, I will move on. Eric, he had the second overall pick. Quickly running through his team. Pay attention. Squan Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, Melvin Gordon, Jarvis Landry, Debo Samuel, Brandon Cooks, Jared Cook, Tevin Coleman, Aaron Rodgers, Saints defense, Matt Prater, Baker Mayfield, and Frank Gore. That is Eric Landvik's team. Josh, how was that team? guys. Go for it. Oh, is that what you're going to get to? Yeah, I was going to say, Josh, take it away. Oh, football guys have you graded as an A minus, Eric? Fantasy SP, whose grading system still makes no sense after one person, is has you at 206, so a significant jump from Brad. Fantasy Pros has you at a 99 out of 100. Jack, on the other hand, has you at a B minus. So if you take it out of a 100 point scale, it's like an 884, in case you didn't know. 80 to 80. Um, Roto Trade says 90, has you projected at 8 and 5. Gar, what are your quad S's? My quad S's, my S's, would that be so cubed? Would it be quadded? Would it be S quadded? Like, how would you, what would be the correct way to say that exponent's of four, race to the four? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe we could just call it this. So it's squared, cubed, and then, does it just, is that the only two that get cool nicknames? There's not, I don't know what four would be. Someone in the chat, let us know. Anyways, my four S's for Eric. My stud, my personal favorite pick was Allen Robinson. I think this guy doesn't get enough credit. He's definitely flying under the radar because he's on a terrible Bears team. And either Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles is throwing him the ball. But he was, what was he, top 10 last year? 11 in standard or 11 in PPR, whatever it was. This guy's a stud. Um, he got drafted probably earlier than a lot of people are taking him in normal drafts, but I still think he's a great player for you, Eric. My steal is Frank Gore. We've seen a lot of reports out of camp that Le'Veon Bell is not what he should be. And Frank Gore is an ageless wonder. If you have to put this guy in the flex on a bye week or even put him in your flex just on any week, Frank Gore should get you... Five to ten points, no problem. Maybe squeak a touchdown there. Uh, who I didn't like was Jared Cook. Uh, I think Jared Cook's done, and he is on. Is he? He's on the Packers, right? No, Jared Cook hasn't been on the Packers for a couple of years. He's. Uh, is he a saint? Is he a saint? He might be back on the. Yeah, he might be a saint now. I. Anyways, I don't know where Jared Cook is, but I don't have faith in the player, uh, so I don't think he'll live up to his ADP. So that's me trying to be objective. I, he's ranked high as tight ends. I just don't believe it. And then my stinker, I took the Baker-Rogers connection. I mean, 
we only have five bench spots. I don't really believe in carrying two quarterbacks in this league, and maybe it's going to come back to haunt me at some point when Rivers goes down, but I just don't like the combination. So you're going to be sitting there deciding who to start each week. You'll always end up starting the wrong one. I'm definitely a one QB guy, so I don't like taking both of them. Josh? Who are you for? Uh, yeah, my stud, my stud was Kenny G. So, um, you and I had the conversation a week ago or something about Kenny G and Allen Robinson, actually. So, kind of funny that he has both of them on his team. Um, I mean, they're both solid wideouts. Uh, I just, I mean, I think Kenny G is kind of one of those guys that flies under the radar just as much as Allen Robinson, um, which is probably why he both of them within the same four picks. Um, my uh, steal. Debo Samuel, he's injured right now. Um, and so he might not start week one, but he was uh, stepping up in San Fran near the end of the season when he was getting some playing time. Uh, Steam won't play up to the ADP. Uh, it kind of hurt me to type, but uh, Jarvis Landry, um, I have him in another league, um, mostly because he was the only wide receiver available with any uh, any sort of history that I trusted. Um, but I don't think that he's going to be a fifth round wide receiver better than guys like... Uh, um, and, and watch me have this going the wrong way, but uh, Terry McLaurin, DJ Chark, all those guys. Um, and so Jarvis, I don't think is going to live up to that. And then my stinker, my least favorite pick, Tevin Coleman, just because that uh, muddied backfield he's currently in. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could have found anybody with better value. Maybe you're just hanging on to him because um, it, they go with a hot hand in San Fran, but hey, not my favorite pick. All right, moving on to Jack's comments. He says, overall, I like the makeup and strategy of this team. I just feel like I would have liked to see at least one more option at running back with how quick they fall off and how deep wide receiver is this year. I get it's PPR, but think you're in trouble if Saquon gets hurt or Gordon underperforms when you could have taken Rojo, which is Ronald Jones, Kareem Hunt, Raheem Mostert, or Jordan Howard, for example. Also would have liked to see a different QB than Rodgers like Josh Allen or Cam Newton with running upside. Or even Breeze, since he has better options, will throw more and would have given you a great quarterback slash tight end stack with cook overall i'd say a b minus so i think we found the home of cook josh he's still in nolens did you say d minus or b minus b, b minus okay i heard d minus um team two according to walters has a really nice core of wide receivers running back number one is dominant but you will find yourself thin at the running back position all year long i feel your second quarterback that you drafted will be better than your first quarterback you drafted this season um and so he's thinking baker's gonna outperform rogers which given the fact that green bay is moving to kind of that run for first offense it, it's possible um once again didn't give a draft grade but as promised after brad um eric your suggested team name is Gordons of the Galaxy. And you use a picture of Guardians of the Galaxy. You're nailing it, Josh. Okay, so last time I took the very fast team name. Do you I could just do it every time, or it. do you oh I got it. Give it to me, Josh. All right. Third pick, we have Derek Michael Thomas. George Kittle, Chris Crotter, DeAndre Swift, Stephen Diggs, Tyreek Cohen, Kerryon Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, Bears defense, Viking Steven, Justin Jackson, Delaney Fitzgerald, Majid Myers. All right, you definitely did a worse job than I did. You should not be an auctioneer. But moving on to the grades, the football guys gave you a letter grade of A minus. Fantasy SP gave you a 172 out of who the fuck knows. Fantasy Pros only gave you an 88 out of 100. Jack gave you a B. 
And we'll talk about more of that in a bit. Roto Trade gave you an 85, and they projected your record to be 7 and 6. Josh, who are your four S's for the man Derek D. Money, as we know him? Uh, stud uh, Godwin. Um, I, to be honest, I have no idea how he went to the third round because he, I think he was third. I think he got picked before this point in last year's draft, and he no. was like the wide receiver. Yeah, really? I don't I mean, think Cooper so. Cup, you you keep talking. Had... I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. So, um, but yeah, my stud was Chris Godwin. Um, I, I think that's a great pick in third overall. I mean, your wide receiver are pretty set just after your first three picks. Uh, Steel, Justin, Jack, um, he proved himself to be decent last year in, in positions of need. If Eckler goes down, you have a pretty solid um, guy there, I feel, in pass catching situations at least. I'm not a big fan of Diggs moving to a run-first offense. Um, I am also just not a fan of him in general, um, so I should have put him as my stinker as well. But he also took Carrion Johnson. And as a fellow Carrion owner in a dynasty league, I know that there is nothing stinkier than Carrion in the running in the Detroit backfield. Gar, what you got? All right, so my... My G, my whatever sheets is loading slow, so I'll give it a sec while I move on um, to my four S's for Derek. So my stud, George Kittle. I had George Kittle last year. He ca- he helped carry me all the way to the championship game that I lost. Uh, but George Kittle did help carry me all the way there. Shout out to the tight end position, everyone's favorite thing. My steals to outplay their ADP. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald in the 13th round. I mean, I know the guy's old, but even even if he's the third option in the air raid offense, he's going to be on the field constantly he'll probably get 85 85 percent of the offensive snaps is he'll get as many snaps as he wants maybe that's a different way to put it i know he's aging a bit but there's no reason this guy won't be getting fed the ball um the player that won't live up to their adp my steamer i've got deandre swift the dude's already heard in camp detroit just destroys fucking running backs for some reason that aren't named theoretic and he was only a good ppr option so i don't like deandre swift just for that reason and then moving on to my stinker my least personal favorite pick is justin jackson and not because I don't love the Chargers, because I had Justin Jackson on probably all of my fantasy squads to start last year, because Austin Eckler was the starter and he was the backup. But if you've paid attention to any of the news out of camp, which probably no one else has, it seems like Joshua Kelly has passed Justin Jackson as the number two back in um, Los Angeles. So I think if he would have paid attention to all, he would know Joshua Kelly would have been the better pick there. But... Those are mine, Josh. I did my thing load while I'm here. Uh, Chris Godwin was a fourth-round pick. Like I said. So yeah, because I mean, the cup right I mean, before he, him, right? Because I remember yep. I, you and I were right next to each other, and I wanted cup, and then I was like, fuck you, and then ended up Godwin was slightly better. So. Uh, yeah, but even then, you know, he was a top, you know, he was a top wide receiver for some time. You'd think you'd get taken before guys like Adam Thielen at this point, but. Um, uh, you know, we even, are in the state of Minnesota, right? I guess. Or Kenny Galladay. Um, do you have Jack's things up? Or am I going to have to read that? No, okay. no. Yeah, Jack's, Jack typed too many big words, so I'm sticking to Walters because we have the same it, kind of... If you go into the show notes folder, you will see it there. Everything that we're supposed to read is highlighted. If you want to open it, I'm not going to say you have to, but it's there. It's available for you. Anyways, Jack on Derek. He says, overall, if you notice, Jack will always start his sentence with overall. Overall, I would say you're loaded at wide receiver and locked at tight end with a decent top 10 option at QB, though I would have taken a backup quarterback just in um, just in case instead of a defense or another running back dart throw because I'm worried for your running backs big time. think this team probably would have been a B+, but the double Ds, double defense... 
drops you to a B, which is sad because double D should never be a negative thing. Shout out to Jack, making it sexual. <laughs> How you doing? Jesus, are you ready with the man bun to read Walter's comments on Derek's team? Uh, Walter's not sure what to think. You drafted the whole Lions running back group. Not sure if you know or not, but the Lions are terrible at rushing the ball. You drafted Rob, Rob Gronkowski after you drafted possibly the number one tight end in football. I just don't understand why. I love your first two wide receiver picks. Your third one is decent, but that is all you have for wide receivers. I probably would have drafted more wideouts rather than drafting a second defense and a second tight end. And that's all we have to say about Derek. Moving on to... Whoa! What did I miss? Derek, your suggested team name. Oh, so, sorry. Sorry. Is Kid a Litter. That's a stretch. I'll come back <laughs> not, to you. Not while I'm fucking drinking. Come on. You probably weren't paying attention, but I was drinking there, pal. That could've, I could've, we could have nuked the whole operation with one spit take there. I mean, be a little more careful, a little more courteous next time. Sheesh. I'm sorry. Another option for you is Jackson, Jacksoff, and then have Mr. Miyagi and Danielson. I hate everything about what you choose to be. All right, moving on to Brian, our our Mark Rosen, also perennial cursed drafter. This guy with the fourth overall pick and then the corresponding picks in a 14-man stake have Tevin Cook, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Javante Parker, uh, Jesus Christ, Terry McLaurin, Christian Kirk, Jameson Crowder, Mike Williams, Alexander Madison, Sammy Watkins, Josh Allen, Will Lutz, Chris Herndon, and the Seahawks defense. Overall, Brian, you were given a C-plus by the football guys. Fantasy SP gave you a 197. Um, Fantasy Pros gave you an 83 out of 100. Jack gave you a B-minus. Trade gave you an 87, and your projected record is 8-5. and five. Josh, what are your four S's for the Bry guy? Well, um, my favorite pick for you was Chris Carson. Um, Pete Carroll, after the Super Bowl, I feel has started to learn how to run. Um, but, you know, he's also the lead back there in Seattle. Um, my steal, Scary Terry McLaren. Um, I feel like he's going to have a great year. He started off the season last year really good. Um, they just announced the starting quarterback, so hopefully he can build a rapport with him. Um, Steamer, um, Leonard Fournette. Oh, awkward. Um since he got cut, I'm going to have to go with Mike Williams. I just feel like uh, he hasn't done much in his few years there in uh, Sandy, Los Angeles. And so um, Mike W is my steamer. My stinker, my least favorite pick, Josh Allen. I don't know why, but he keeps getting hyped and he plays for a terrible team. We saw him hurdle Anthony Barr once, Josh, and that's all that fucking matters, okay? Take it back right now. Sorry, daddy. That is better. All right, moving on to my four S's. I have got Chris Carson also as my stud. Dude was top 10 last year. Again, kind of a smaller name because Marshawn Lynch came in late and made some splashes in Seattle. But Chris Carson, low-key, one of the best running backs in the league. Definitely a great RB. And he's your RB, too. I also took Dalvin Cook in the first. My steal, I gave him Alexander Madison. A bit of homerism in here, even if this is supposed to be my, so, supposed to be my objective one. If you believe the narrative that Dalvin will always be hurt then madison will obviously way out to perform his adp as it you know points to projections or whatever else so madison's going to be a stud if dalvin gets hurt and even if he doesn't madison can be seen in the screen game and get some goal line touches all that my steamer i also had mike williams this dude could succeed more in a Philip Rivers offense. Tarod is just not the same quarterback. He's more likely to throw it to Keenan Allen. So I'm steaming Mike Williams and then my stinker, 
This fucking guy, I mean, Brian allegedly knows things about fantasy and gambling, and he probably has more stats than we'll ever imagine, but this guy took two, Josh Kenham, two New York Jets on his team, Jameson Crowder and Chris Herndon, and I just have to ask, did this guy have a stroke? Is he seriously ill? Why would he take two Jets to be on his fantasy team? I mean, if those, if you want two Jets, those are probably the two I'd take. I mean, Jameson Crowder is probably going to be their one of their top wide receivers. Chris Herndon is guaranteed to get at least a catch this season. What does so. what does a top wide receiver in New Jersey mean? One target for one touchdown in the fucking year? Like, what's going to happen? Are they going to play Luke Falk again? You saw what a dumpster fire that team was last year. Yeah, I mean, it's a wide receiver one garlic on a terrible team, Josh. Exactly, wide receiver one. Okay, uh, I will move on to Jack's thing because Josh doesn't have it. Brian, Jack was so short and sweet with you. He said, overall, I probably would have given this team a B-plus before the Fournette news, but that really hurts. So you drop down to a B-minus, depending where he lands. Definitely think of the definitely think of the first four teams so far, though. Wait, Jesus Christ, Jack. Definitely think of the first four teams so far, though. You definitely drafted the best as far as position and strategy, so I give you credit there. So you got a B minus because of Fournette. So I, I struggle to read some of Jack's sentences sometimes, but that's what Jack thought about you. Josh, give us Walters and then move on to B. Um, to, to, to what? I'm after, oh, to I'm after Walters, um, yeah. Or I'm after Walters uh, says, Brian. solid team from top to bottom. You made good choices when it came to your picks, minus Leonard Fournette. I, I mean, I thought it was a good choice. It just didn't, it was unfortunate. Um, the only hope for Leonard Fournette is that he can land on a team where he gets majority of the reps, but that doesn't seem likely. The wide receivers he drafted are at the top of the depth chart for their teams, but for fantasy purposes, they're wide receiver twos. Hopefully, Scary Terry and Devontae Parker can step up to provide some real power at your wide receiver positions. I think that those two guys definitely have that opportunity, as well as Christian Kirk, since Hopkins will be taking a lot of the coverage there. Brian, your suggested team name and garlic, hold on to your butts for this. Let's cook. That's two players. And then you can have a picture of Walter White. Let's cook, Brian. Moving on to Gar. You drafted Zeke Chubb, Woods, Hilton, Ingram. I suppose I should read full names. Zeke Elliott, Nick Chubb, Robert Woods, T.Y. Hilton, and Mark Ingram, Julian Edmund, Antonio Gibson, CeeDee Lamb, Hayden Hurst, Marlon Mack, Alan Lazard, Chiefs defense, Philip Rivers, Michael Badgley. Uh, okay, I will lead my read my grades. The fantasy football guys gave guys, Jesus. The fantasy football <laughs> guys gave me a B minus. Fantasy SP gave me a one ninety one. The fantasy pros gave me a ninety seven. Jack gave me an A minus. Roto Trade gave me an eighty seven, and my projected record is eight and five. Josh, do you notice how no one in our league is projected to go negative per Roto Trade? Everyone's gonna have a winning season. Isn't that, that was convenient? gonna be my. Uh, that was gonna be one of my takes on them. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about that maybe later. Josh, hit us with your four S's. Um, I really For like the me. Chubb pick. Um, Chubb, I think after you took him, I had said that I had, that's the guy that I was debating on. So for him to last five more picks after me taking um, the player I took in the second round, um, I, I love Nick Chubb, um, especially in that offense. If Kareem Hunt is the uh, kind of the, the yang to his yin um, steel, I think Marlon Mack, people are overlooking the fact that he's had over a thousand yards every year that he's been in the league. And except for the one that I think he came in on um, 
and he's still technically their starter and you get him in the 10th. I think that's a steal. Uh, your steamer, Julian Edelman. I think that just because, um, if Brady was still there, I'd say that's a great pick. Um, but without Brady, um, I'm, I'm looking at some of the other wide receivers. You could have, depending on which way the, the board goes, room, 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 room. You okay, Josh? Um, you could have taken you could have taken someone like Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks. Um, Brandon Cooks probably not, but Deontay Johnson or Christian Kirk, I probably would have taken over Julian Edelman. Um, but that's just me. Um, so he is the steamer. Um, your your stinker, my least favorite pick. Um, I put Antonio Gibson mostly because at that point you already had Chubb, Elliott, and Ingram. Um, Granted, going for depth, this might this is more of a dart throw in my eyes. I just don't trust Washington running backs, um, and so that's why he's my stinker, not because he's bad. Not just because you have a bad taste in your mouth after the whole uh, Darius Juice thing, is it? Shh. Uh, oh, the guys, what he could have been, what Josh wanted him to be. Anyways, since I did give myself my own four S's to pat myself on the back and to rip myself a little bit, my stud, I'm taking Zeke. I had Zeke last year, and he was projected to not start the season, uh, so I got him at like eight or seven or whatever I drafted last year. And this year, a couple of big brains thought they were outsmarting everyone. Zeke was the consensus three on just about every single draft board, and I got Zeke at five. So I thought... There's no way I can't love Zeke. I mean, I was debating if Dalvin Cook was gone because I was thinking I was getting Cook or Kamara. If Cook was gone by five, I was going to take CEH and roll the dice on the rookie with super huge upside. But I got Zeke at five instead. My steal, I think it's Ingram. I don't know why so many people were sleeping on Ingram. I got him in the fifth round. Uh, the dude's the starting running back. I understand they drafted a rookie behind him, but that offense is potent. And if Mark Ingram is my third running back in the flex... I mean, some other people probably didn't have their first or at least their second running back, and I got him as my third, my flex, so I think that's a steal. He'll definitely outperform his ADP. My steamer, I agreed with the Edelman take. I just drafted a guy who was number one on the depth chart, but of a good team, so it's not like a Jets or a Dolphins receiver. I took Edelman. He's on a good team. I'm sure Josh McDaniels will find a way to get KM to get Edelman the ball. And then my stinker, I also put Gibson. So Josh, we actually agreed on a couple things here. Um, I actually had dropped Gibson to pick up Chris Thompson. And then I looked back and I was like, holy shit, I got Antonio Gibson in the seventh round. And then I guess no one else put a waiver claim in for Gibson. So I actually picked Gibson back up. Um, and I dropped Chris Thompson again. because I think I overreacted a little bit thing to the Ford, to the Fortnite news. So those are my four S's moving on to what Jack thought about my team. Overall, I really, really like this team's starting squad, and with some high upside bench picks, I think it's balanced real well. Great 1-2-3 punch at running back and decent wide receiver 1-3 through three as well as tight end. Depending on if you play the QB situation right, I could see this team making the playoffs easily. A- and best balanced team so far. What Walters have to say about me, Josh? Stroke me or tear me down. You, st- you stink. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, he said, your team has the deepest, most dangerous running backs of any other team in the league. Congrats. Uh, your first wide receiver off the board is nice, safe pick who has a lot of volume, although you're really hoping Phillip Rivers can bring back that T.Y. Hilton of yesteryear, and I'm not sure if Cam Newton will provide the same volume for Julian Edelman that Tom Brady did. Um, so, yeah, Walters, give, Walters comments there. Garlic, your suggested team name Hit me. is Wanna CD nuts 
I mean, I was really thinking about something with like Chubby and Johnson and Woods in there. I don't have a Johnson, but I was thinking about something with Chubby and Woods in there, but I was like, oh, that's overdone. So if anyone doesn't know, my team name is actually Little Rivers Band. And if you don't get that reference, if you've ever seen the other guys, Will Ferrell's, Will Ferrell's character is a huge fan of the Little River Band. And so my, my picture is a picture of Will Ferrell and the other guy. It's not that creative, but at the same time, I don't think you're going to see anyone else with that fantasy name this year. So that's why I liked it. And Rivers will probably be in my team all year. Anyways, we will move on to the Jim Jam 93. She took Alvin Kamara, Juju Smith-Schuster, Le'Veon Bell, DK Metcalf, DJ Tark, Tyler Higbee, Naeem Himes, Ben Ryan, AJ Dillon, Bills Defense, Nikhil Harry, Kaim Fairbairn, Jimmy Garoppolo, and LaVisca Chenault, who should be Van Jefferson. In fact, I might use my commission powers to go switch that out. Who knows? But anyways, Fantasy Guys gave you an A- minus, Jamie slash Laura. Fantasy SP gave you a 151, which, again, a scale we don't understand, but it does appear to be the lowest. Fantasy Pros gave you an 85 out of 100. Jack gave you an A-. minus. Roto Trade gave you an 85, and your projected record is 7 and 6. Josh, what are your Jamie slash Laura's four S's? I had her stud as Metcalf. Um, that's another player that I had kind of been hovering over. I guess we're not hovering over picks, but um, when I was looking through the thing, that's like, eh, do I want to take him or do I want to actually take somebody else? Um, and so, you know, I think that's going to be her stud. Steel, I think that Chark in the round after Metcalf um, was, an, uh, was a steal. Um, I feel like either of those two guys could have been taken. I feel like next year, both of those guys are going to be taken in the third round at the latest um steam juju not sure why but i've just never been I'm, I'm not big on juju i wasn't big on him last year he clearly didn't live up to his top 10 pick um um his top 10 adp from last year wow uh, my brain exploded um and so he dropped down to the middle end of the second round in our league um i i still don't think that he's going to live up to that um and then my stink the stinker is bell um, I mean, he's not doing anything in practice. Frank Gore was described as the best running back. Um, and I just don't like him. That's fair. Moving on to my four S's. Uh, just like Josh's stud, my stud is also DK Metcalf. Uh, in one of the leagues Josh and I are both in, I took him as a rookie last year. Everyone faded me. Metcalf turned out to be a stud of a receiver. Yes, Tyler Lockett's still there, but Russell Wilson and that Seahawks offense are always doing touchdown to check down. Like a lot of teams will go what's underneath and then what's above, but these guys are always looking what's above to what's underneath. If DK Metcalf is running deep, at least 50% of the time, that dude is going to get balls and beat the coverage or someone's going to slip and he's going to get lots of yards and probably break away touchdowns so metcalf there's no reason he's not an absolute stud for steel even though it's earlier than i would like to take a quarterback matt ryan in the eighth isn't terrible this i think this is poised to be maddie's ice good year he's an every other kind of guy but maddie ice racks up yards and jamie got carried by pat mahomes last year maddie ice is another great quarterback to carry jamie this year she had the number one overall record she'll probably do it again maddie ice will definitely outperform his adp Tyler Higby is my steamer. I just don't like it. I don't know. I don't believe in him as a tight end, and his ADP is higher than I would draft him at. So that's my stinker, or my steamer, excuse me. My stinker, just like Josh's, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I don't dislike. I don't dislike the guy personally. I thought when he held up for his contract, even though a lot of people faded him for that, I thought it was a good move for him personally. Even if he ended up getting less money, he stuck up for himself. Good for you, Bell. But. Uh, Adam Gase ruins everything that is good. Adam Gase ruins everything that could ever be good. So for that reason, I don't like Bell and what was it? Even the third round, Le'Veon Bell probably could have gone in the second round easily um, and been someone's RB1. But 
I don't like Le'Veon Bell. But, Jamie, I look forward to your team name being LeVictory Bell. I will move on to Jack's grades. Jack, or I mean Jamie, Jack had this to say about you. Overall, I ended up really liking this team, so assuming Kamara signs, it should have... It should have the make... Jesus, I can't read, Josh. I'm going to start over. Overall, I end up really liking this team, so assuming Kamara signs, it should have the makings of a playoff team. And if Juju and Bell return to what they were, I think you've got the makings of a top contender. A- minus for starters, but depth at RB worries me a little. What did Walters have to say about Jamie? Josh? Uh, what to say about this team? Really nothing. Nothing. Oh, gosh. Walters, the format in which you send this email blows. Uh, nothing stands out. All your players seem to be safe with these in floors. Most likely finish middle to lower half of the pack. So she, he disagrees on quite a bit. Um, and as per tradition over the last five teams, Jamie, I know Garlic just tossed out Le Victory Bell as your team, and that's a good one. But if you want to if you want to do something to kind of set yourself apart, show that you love your nation, go ahead and make make Kamara great again. Thumbs down. All right. Thumbs down. Boo. Make, make Kamara great. Make America great again. Uh, T slash Kyle slash troll. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Was he trolling? I couldn't tell. Uh, I mean, I definitely vented my frustrations to Kyle on draft day. I will admit, T said he was in an uncontrollable situation with work, so I, you know, I, I gave it to him. But in fairness to T and Kyle, Kyle probably hasn't even played or thought about fantasy football in four to five years, I think he said. So Kyle could be trolling. He could also just be operating on the best knowledge he had at the time, which is probably not much because he hadn't thought about it until that day when I texted Kyle, hey, do you want to come draft this team? So okay. maybe a little bit of yeah. troll, maybe a little bit of just honest ignorance sounds good um but anyways his team is derrick henry mike evans zach hurts david montgomery will flower golden tate joe burrow lashawn mccoy alston hooper matt Safford, broncos defense matt gay josh kelly and bengals e should just give their grades and stuff too oh uh football guys gave him a c uh fantasy sp 174 fantasy pros 70 jack c minus Roto Trade has T at 84 with a 7 and 6 record. Now everybody remember that number, 84. Gar, what are yours? <laughs> that's just really that was, with my that's, that's, <laughs> that's that's the that's the 4s's. That's that's what the what, sound makes. What a great segue. Okay, my first T stud I'm not even trying to fade him or Kyle, but I put NA for stud. I don't have a favorite pick on this team. I didn't like, I don't like Henry this year, at least not where he's supposed to be. I don't like Mike Evans. Ertz was too early for me. Montgomery, I don't like at four. Will Fuller, I don't like at five. Golden Tate's on the Giants. Joe Burrow's way too early. Shade McCoy might not even see the field. Austin Hooper's a stooge, and uh, he's not going to have the same success in Cleveland that he did. Um, Matty Stafford might be my favorite pick, but still, that's probably early in the 10th. The Broncos' defense might be the best tick, but it's still not my favorite. Matt Gay and then Joshua Kelly. I mean, I know I just listed his team again, but I just just pointing out the fact that I have no favorite pick on this team. The steal, though, I did put Joshua Kelly. Kyle asked me kind of who I would draft here as far as running back goes, and I just shouted out Joshua Kelly, knowing that he has surpassed Justin Jackson's the number two in uh, for the Chargers. For the steamer, I put Golden Tate. 
Fuck the Giants. That's all I'm going to say about that. And then my stinker, Shaded McCoy, back to my previous points. The dude was just bought in, brought in. It seems like to be a locker room presence. Maybe if someone goes down, Shady gets on the field. But otherwise, McCoy's going to be riding tees and the Buccaneers bench all year. Josh, what are your for T? Um, stud, I put Hooper. Um, not necessarily um, because, you know, he's he's going to do well for you. But I, your team is so trash that I feel like Hooper's going to be in your flex over guys like Golden Tate. Um, Steele, um, I had Joshua Kelly as well. Um, I also knew the news that he was kind of moving towards surpassing um, Justin Jackson. Um, from what I understand, Justin Jackson might still get a lot of the pass work though. And so he'll be kind of a change of pace, change of pace back. Um, steamer Derrick Henry. I do not see Derrick Henry as a top 10 player. I know he's, I mean, he's a great running back. Um, but the, I, how many years has he been in the league now? Four or five. Is this his fifth year? I'm not sure. And, yeah. And like he was waiver wire player a couple years ago. Um, they changed the offense around. We've learned that high powered offenses and offenses get figured out all the time. So they're not just going to give him the ball and tell him to run. Um, like, like they did, he, you know, and from what I remember only half the season last year was, um, a dominant performance for him. Granted, um, he is still your best running back. Um, stinker, least fair peck, Mike Evans. I've had Mike Evans in the past and yes, it's a PPR. Yes. He's a decent talent, but I feel like his numbers are skewed, um, by weeks where he has 150,000 points and weeks where he has negative. So I just, I feel like he gets inflated weeks that kind of affect his ADP. By the way, Josh, before I go into Jack's thoughts about T, some breaking news that came out an hour ago that we both obviously missed, otherwise we would have mentioned it. The Patriots released Mohamed Sanu. So are you saying that my uh, stinker pick for Brad's team was pretty spot on? That's not terrible after all. I mean, I was a Sanu believer. Not that I thought he'd be a dominant receiver, but that... Billy B, a man who never gives up anything for anyone, traded a second-round pick to the Falcons to get Sanu. I was like, that's more than Billy B is invested in his starting quarterback. So I just thought for sure he'd be around, but I guess Billy B is one to admit his own mistake and cut him loose. But, yeah, that was I got that update at 501, and I just completely missed it until now. Tough. Tough we're going to find out in like 24 hours that Mohamed Sanu is leading New England's largest drug trafficking trade in the world. <laughs> with, Peter, with Peter Griffin as his number two. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on to Jack's thoughts about T's team. And I have to scroll a little bit because I was totally ready. T, you got two sentences from Jack. Overall, I think this draft started out well, but kind of got sketchy in round three or four, then went off the rails in rounds five on. I'd give this team a C- minus at best and don't see you being in the top half. Tough, T. Tough, dude. Walters went on to say that your first three picks are really great picks. It's tier one players. I like your tight end pick and the Matt Stafford pick. I don't understand why you would draft a dumpster fire of a defense in Cincy after you already drafted Denver. Um... And T, your suggested team name is I Give Up. Burrow your head in the sand. There you go. Uh, T, he said, he's, I've been texting a little bit here while you've been talking, and T said he was watching long. T, we love you. I appreciate you not uh, requesting a refund of your $50 after you couldn't draft your team. Um, I don't know how the group would have auto-drafted for you. I don't know if we would have been fair or not, but this is Kyle's team. Or Kyle drafted this team for you. You're paying for it. 
I appreciate or you. Your team name could be This Hurts. I will say I would pay atten- <laughs> I would pay attention to the waiver wire for the first couple weeks. Maybe even don't start all your studs. Maybe try and get the first couple waiver wire, uh, you know, uh, big knockers because sur- surely someone will go down week one with an injury. So just pay attention to the waivers. T. It's not impossible for you to turn this thing around. Anywho, let's move on to the lovely Mrs. Bunker to Josh's Mr. Bunker, hey. Nikita. In the first round, she got Miles Sanders, Patrick, and then no, I'm not kidding to this. Her team is Miles Sanders, Patrick Mahomes, DJ Moore, Corlin Sutton, Ronald Jones, Marvin Jones, two Jones in a row. Holy shit! Philip and TJ Hawkins, and Curtis Samuel, Ravens defense, Drew Brees, Chase Edmonds, Randall Cobb, and Zane Gonzalez. The football guys gave you a B, Nikita. You got a 176 out of Fantasy SP for whatever that's worth. You got an 84 out of Fantasy Pros. You got a B from Jack. You got an 86 from Roto Trade, and your projected record is eight and five. Though I will again note. Everyone's projected record is eight and five and seven or six. So those numbers are pretty much meaningless for everyone. But Nikita, the consensus across the board has you at a solid B. Your range is eighty-four to eighty-six from anyone any of the grades that actually make sense. So solid B draft. Josh, give us your S's for your lovely hoif. Um, so I had Mahomes as the stud. Um I mean, he's, in my opinion, the number one fantasy quarterback, even after Lamar's year last year. Um, but I do, I do think that DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton are very close behind him as far as stud picks for me. Uh, Steele, Ronald Jones, um, I've been reading that a lot of positive things from him coming out of camp. Um, so I do think that um, Rojo has a chance of um, being a steal this draft steamer. Um, Philip Lindsay, I, I just don't think that he's, I had him last year in the league. Granted, this is PPR, but they brought in Melvin Gordon. Um, so, you know, if he does go back to that change of pace role and get those touches that, um, he can utilize, I, I could be eating my own words here, but, um, at this point in time, I just don't think he'll live up to it. Uh, stinker, my least favorite pick drew Brees. Um, you already had Patrick Mahomes, five benches, bent backup quarterback, not a big fan. I've told you that from the get go, I'm not a big fan of backup quarterbacks or tight ends. So, uh, love you. Wow, what a sweetheart. All right, Nikita, my stud, my favorite pick that you took in this draft is Cortland Sutton. The dude is the number one in the Broncos offense, was a stud last year, was a stud the year before. There's no reason Sutton won't be a stud again. Definitely see him putting up wide receiver one numbers this year, so that means... He's a top 12 for us. I guess it would be top 14 technically, but he will definitely be a top tier receiver. My steal for you is Randall Cobb. It looks like you got him in the 13th round. Will Fuller gets hurt a lot. Brandon Cooks is a stooge. Randall Cobb had like 40 or 80 targets or whatever it had last year. He had a lot of targets. So this guy gets open. This guy's on the field. He's a known commodity. Deshaun Watson's going to have to throw the ball somewhere. I think Randall Cobb is a very sneaky steal, and I think... You, if you hold on to him for a couple of weeks, that will definitely pay off. And if not, you should drop him because I might pick him up instead of CeeDee Lamb. Moving on to my steamer for you, Nikita. I don't like Curtis Samuel. Um, I'm kind of fading the Panthers offense a little bit this year. And even if I love the offense, I think guys like Ian Thomas, CMC, or DJ Moore are likely to see a lot more of the workload. So I am fading Curtis Samuel and he will not perform to or above his ADP. My stinker, just like Josh, I had Breeze. You already had a quarterback. You didn't need Drew Breeze as your second. He's probably going to miss some time. My stinker. Moving on to Jack's thoughts on Nikita's team. Overall, 
I really like this team and think you did a decent job with your starting core, even with taking a QB early. Your flex will be so-so between Marvin Jones and Philip Lindsay each week, but I like your running back one and two, your wide receiver one and two, your tight end, and your quarterback gives you a chance to win a matchup each week just on his own. Your depth concerns me as I don't think you'll be able to cover if one of your top guys goes down, but overall this feels like a fringe playoff team at least. Solid B with upside. What did Walters have to say about your wife, uh, Josh, even though he didn't know it was your wife? Uh, Your team is the up-and-comers. I love the upside potential of your team. I see playoffs in your future. That's all he said. He got pretty lazy. Um, (laughs) And so... (laughs) Um, let's see here. I had one. Oh yeah. So my wife loves suddenly salad. And I know this is one of Ben's team names last year. Um, and I say one of them because he has handful throughout the season. Um, but Nikita, I think your team name should be suddenly salad. Jesus. It's not the worst team name I've ever heard. I got to give it, got to give you that one. Um, uh, moving on to ham bone or hammer. Um, the reigning got- champ reigning champ Austin he has Austin Eckler wasn't going to get screwed by Lamar Jackson because he took him in the second then Cooper Cup James Conner Tyler Boyd Raheem Mostert Henry Ruggs Jalen Rager Noah Fant 49ers D Preston Williams Adrian Peterson Robbie Golden Irv Smith um football guys gave him a B plus um fantasy SP with their ratings of unknown origin gave him a 178 um fantasy pros a 91 jack a minus roto trade 87 Good for, ladies and gentlemen, eight and five. Um, Gar, what were your... So back to Josh's comment earlier, just for a second, because I was going to say this with T's team, but I didn't. Starting a tight end in your flex is not a bad idea. Hammer having two good tight ends last year, playing a tight end in the flex, led him to the eventual championship reign. So, T... No big deal putting a tight end in your flex. Anyways, moving on to my S's for Hammer. My stud, I picked Ruggs. Tyrell Williams was already hurt. We knew that before the draft. He has now now been put on IR, so there's no reason Ruggs shouldn't dominate. Him and Carr should be on the same page. I know... Gruden loves to, you know, run the rock and, you know, control the clock with Josh Jacobs. But if you're ever going deep, Ruggs is your guy. He was the first wide receiver off the board in the draft. They believe in him. He should be a stud. Moving on to my steal, I think James Conner. Assuming, this is assuming he's healthy, but this dude um, should definitely be a top running back this year. Assuming he plays all 16 games, absolutely no reason he shouldn't. He will outperform his ADP for show. My steamer is Cooper Cup. Um, the news out of camp has been Cup hasn't been the hottest, and even last year he got faded heavily. His fantasy is propped up by scoring a touchdown every week, which is great if you can if you can count on Cup to score you 16 touchdowns in a year, one a week. That's a guy you would have in your starting lineup every week. I see regression coming there, negative regression. So I think Cooper Cup is being faded and will not perform up to his ADP. Lastly, my stinker, I did Preston Williams or whatever whatever his name is. Uh, I'm fading bad offenses this year, whether it's Fitzmagic or Tua throwing you the ball. I don't think the Dolphins will see a lot of great things this year, though I do like the organization's outlook further down the road. Josh, what are your for the hand bone? Uh, stud, I had Boyd. I, I've been a I've been a Boyd lever since the beginning. Um, Never say that again, please. Uh, hint, hint at your team name suggestion. Um, Steel, um, Fant. Um, I think. I mean, I would have him ranked higher than a lot of these players. He's coming off of um, 
coming off of a decent finish of the season last year, tight ends take a little bit longer to develop. So um, I do think that he's going to outplay that ADP um, steamer. I don't think Lamar is going to live up to the hype from last year. I already said Patrick Mahomes was my number one um, quarterback. Um, granted, Lamar does have the opportunity to run for points um, more so than Mahomes, but I, I don't think that he is worthy of an early second or um, stinker Jalen rigor or whatever you want to say, not just because he's on the IR, but uh, um, his first name is Jalen and Jalen is a short little stooge. I will say that uh, I keep going off context just a bit, but while we, while we've been talking, T texted me, welcome to the shit abyss. So <laughs> T T, if that's not your team name, I'll be disappointed now. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't list a, a, T, a player's name in there, but welcome to the shit abyss or just shit abyss is funny. And if any of you are in the, um, the daily fantasy thing for the podcast play along challenge, T's username is shit abyss. So you'll see him on the leaderboard there. He did win the locks and upsets last year. Anyways, moving on to Jack's thoughts about Hammer, the reigning champions team. Jack says, overall, looking at the starting lineup of Lamar, Eckler, Connor, Cup, Boyd, Mostert, and Fant, I ended up liking this team a lot more than I thought I would when you drafted a QB early. Feels like you made the right pick or at least close to it value-wise at each of your first seven to eight rounds. There's some question marks at each. Does Lamar regress, get hurt? Can Eckler handle the workload? Will Connor be healthy? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. But if they all work out or perform like they should, this team is definitely very scary looking and should bare minimum be a top half squad. A minus due to the starting lineup picks, but also choosing good options at depth. Jack got lengthy on that champ. They're just stroking them long and hard. What did Walters have to say about our reigning champ, Josh? Um, again, another team that doesn't really pop. Other than Lamar Jackson, Team Nine, Team Nine doesn't really have a player who's clear-cut Tier One at its position. Team Nine is hoping that rookie wide receivers will go crazy this year to help elevate them into the playoffs. I don't see it happening though. And Hammer, your suggested team name is Cup My Balls. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, Josh, we are moving on to your squeed. You took, of course, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Todd Gurley, Calvin Ridley, Kareem Hunt, Jackie Dobbins, Jordan Howard, Hunter Henry, Keyshawn Vaughn, Brandon Ayuk, Anthony Miller, Cam Newton, Young Hoku, and the Chargers defense. Football guys gave you an A. Fantasy SP gave you a 168. Fantasy Pros gave you a perfect 100 out of 100. Jack gave you an A. Roto Trade only gave you an 83. What's the deal? And a 7-6 and six projected record. Josh, let's hear your four S's on your own squade. Um, I'm pretty happy with my J.K. Dobbins pick, actually. Um, I feel like um, him and Mark Ingram are going, not necessarily split, but I think that J.K. is going to get more carries than Gus Edwards did last year. Um, Mark Ingram's still the number one there, but um, for having J.K. as a um, bench running back at this point, I, I do like that. Um, my steal, Anthony Miller, I was shocked that he was still available in the 11th round when I took him. Um, he's their wide receiver too. He had a great season last year, despite getting hurt at some point. Another, and, and I believe last year was his rookie year, wasn't it? Uh, it's either his rookie flies. year or not, but yeah. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Um, my steamer won't play up to the ADP. I had Hunter Henry. Um, I took him because I could feel that run of tight ends coming in and I just refuse to get stuck with someone like Chris Herndon or Irv Smith. Um, actually Irv Smith wouldn't have been a bad one, but, um, stinker, my least favorite pick Jordan Howard probably could have been an easy 
pick there um, for you. If you would have checked the waivers, I dropped him already. So bye, Jordan. Brian got him. Yeah. If you no, care. Brian needed him. I got Ryquel, so on probably the team that's going to go 0-16. But yeah, you got their starting running back, Josh. Good job. Anyways, moving on to my four S's for Josh's squade. Um, my stud, I pick Kareem Hunt because all the reports are this dude's going to be dominant. If Stefanski is anything like we saw last year, there's going to be plenty of screen game. Not that Chubb isn't capable. Chubb is completely capable of being successful in a screen game. But it also seems like something that Hunt would succeed in. He should be in on passing downs as well. Um, so I think Kareem Hunt has a great chance to be a huge PPR stud this year. My steal, I also gave you Anthony Miller. I believe I was telling Laura to draft him at whatever round it was, and then she took someone else with a cooler name. But yes, Anthony Miller didn't have a great year, but he did come on hot late. So that's where the, the buzz and the hype is. Anthony Miller had a good finish of the season. And so going in, you think he would just continue to progress that um, success. Moving on to your steamer, Josh. I... And fading Gurley this year hard. I'm not going to say that Gurley in the third round isn't bad, especially that's the 30-somethieth pick, so that's not bad. It is your RB1, though, but I'm still fading Gurley. We've already seen reports at a camp that he's limping and he still has a knee brace. This dude is a shell of his former self, and it's sad to see. I, lo- I love the player. He got me a dynasty championship, but I think Gurley's prime is behind him horde. I'm moving on to your stinker. I don't like Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, the, I mean, if you're going to hold him for a long time, he could work out for sure. But the reports out of camp are that he isn't going to contribute early except on maybe kick returns. And we don't do kick return yards in this league. So you can hold what? him You can hold him and gamble, um, but you might be missing another depth piece you could have instead. So I think Keyshawn is your stinker. And Josh, so you did mention, just before I move on to Jack's thing, you did mention that you were just sniping all my um, my handcuffs in the draft. Was that conscious, or were you just doing that because you actually loved the players? It was it was not a conscious decision. I, I loved Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt was one of those guys that I had marked on my board to take, take at some point. Um, and so I looked at his kind of his ADP ahead of the time, and I was going to take him one round before that uh, because, like I said, I believe after I took him, um, even though he is the backup to Chubb, he he actually um, outscored him in fantasy points when he was in the lineup. So he was good. I do like J.K. Dobbins. been reading nothing but positive reports out of camp from there, um, and I believe that's the only – those are the only two that I got. So, um, But it was just in back-to-back rounds when I made that comment. So – Roger that, dog. Okay, moving on to Jack's thoughts on Josh's squad. Um, we are going to release this Word document. I haven't mentioned that yet. Jack, again, put over 9,000 words down. It'll be more once I put a little formatting on there. But Josh put a, or Jack put a nice little joke in here for Josh because, Josh, apparently you are very predictable to the Coon Rapids um, sphere of people, both Walters and jack were able to sniff out your squad instantly so i don't know if that if that says good or bad things about you or doesn't say anything other than being interesting but there's a funny little joke in there if anyone wants to go read it anywho jack's thoughts on josh's squad overall while there are of course some question marks depending on how rb depth and qb1 turn out this team looks scary as hell to me and i would be more than happy with this team and even a 10 or a 12 man league of the first 10 this is currently my pick for number one team so i think top four is definitely likely and if cam or two of your running backs work out this could be a championship contender you're definitely not going five and eight solid a for sure look at you josh 
What did Walter have to say? That's the first day I've ever gotten. Um, Walter said, I believe this is Josh's team. His love for Devonta Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Todd Gurley have been shown within the first three picks of the draft. The only thing missing is a Josh Gordon pick, which I almost did. Um, this team is deep at running back and wide receiver and should have an easy time making it into the playoffs. Uh, funny thing, the, the reason they know about this guard, they knew it was my team, is because the draft itself kind of looked exactly like last season in the victory secret. My first round, I took Devante. The second round, I took Tyreek. Um, and then after that, I just kind of filled in the pieces. Um, but I do have a very kind of, I have a very unique strategy in which I draft winners. So, Oh, really? Did, did you win the victory secret league last year? I've won. I won second place. Were you in the championship game for real? I forget. I was. Yep. Oh, so, but you didn't win, huh? No, I did. I won second place. Just like I won eighth place in this league. Josh, if you ain't first, you're last, pal. Oh, yeah. Anyways, my suggested team name is... I'm not going to ruin the surprise. Moving on to Jeremy, uh, he took, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, uh, CEH, Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor, Keenan Allen, Cam Akers, Russell Wilson, Emmanuel Sanders, me, Cole Hardman, Deshaun Jackson, Eric Ebron, Buccaneers, D, Paris Campbell, Jake Elliott, and Ryan Tannehill. Football guys have him at a B minus. Fantasy SP, whatever they're worth, is, have, has him at 166. Fantasy Pros, 82. Jack, C plus. Roto Trade, 8 and 3, still, or 83, finishing at 7 and 6. Gar, what are your so for you, Jared Bear, rookie in the league, I gave you Keenan Allen as a stud. If you've been watching Hard Knocks, which apparently no one else but me is, Keenan Allen is still the stud he's always been. I love the Chargers. Keenan Allen can catch anything that's within a five-mile radius of him. Terod Taylor is not known for having a huge arm. I'm not saying he's not capable of moving the ball, but Keenan Allen is definitely known more as a, a crisp route runner who gets the ball in open space versus deep bombs 50-50 down the field. There's no reason Keenan Allen can't get a lot of targets this year. Anthony Lynn said himself their whole offensive scheme is to feed Keenan Allen the ball. My steal is Emmanuel Sanders. I don't know why uh, he kind of fell as far as he did. I'm trying to look back. You got him in the seventh round. Dude was an absolute stud last year. I know Michael Thomas has to get fed on the Saints offense, but Emmanuel Sanders is a stud himself. And who's going to steal catches from um, the rest of the offense that isn't Michael Thomas? Jared Cook? Other people you can't even name? Probably not. I'm thinking Emmanuel Sanders will definitely outperform his ADP. My steamer, I don't like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Taylor. I don't like Jonathan Taylor this year. Um, he's certainly the future of that Colts offense, but Marlon Mack is still there. There's no reason why they want to run Marlon Mack into the ground, and there's no reason why Marlon Mack wouldn't want to run himself into the ground. Uh, this is his last year of his rookie contract. He wants to put great tape out there so he can get his second payday that is so coveted in the NFL. So Marlon Mack, I still think, is going to have a great year, thus eating into Taylor, and he will not overperform his ADP, which is like the third or fourth round at this point. It's getting ridiculous. And my stinker, Mecole Hardman. It looks like you were trying too, too hard to get every Chief you could. Mecole Hardman is, I don't know. He's just not the guy. And it's a personal bias, and maybe in a couple years he's great, but I don't like him this year. Josh, give us your Jer Bear for us. Uh, stud, I put jonathan taylor so con contrary to your steamer um, what and, we can't disagree 
but stud is that opinion-based one. Um, and that's just because I feel like, um, Indy might try and change things up, um, move some things around, get some pieces moving for Philip Rivers. Um, and so he may be in more of a timeshare with Marlon Mack. Uh, my steel, um, Cam Akers, um, with Gurley gone, there's a lot of open, uh, open carries there in LA. So I have, I mean, they took a running back for a reason. I would assume that it would be to give him the ball. Uh, steamer won't play up to the ADP Keenan Allen. Um, even though he's a fourth round pick here, um, new, new offense without rivers, um, has to build that rapport guard. You may be watching, um, hard knocks, but you know, even I can make catches look fun and in practice. Um, and then stinker, my least favorite pick, um, Eric Ebron, you already had Travis Kelsey. You don't need a backup tight end, especially Eric Brickhands Ebron. What if he plays on the flex? Eric Ebron's always great. His first year on a new team. We saw him light it up in Indy. You had him on your fantasy team at one point. That's true, which is why I know better than anyone not to have him on my fantasy team. Okay, Jared Bear, uh, rookie in the league. Moving on to your um, thoughts. Well, we're moving on to Jack's thoughts on your team. Overall, this team has solid QB, tight end, and wide receiver. Didn't put any plurals on there, so fuck you, Jack. So your base should be good. But there are just too many question marks at running back with little to no backup option should one get hurt or not work out. I envision you getting off to a rough start as I don't see JT or Akers getting even 10 touches for the first few weeks. I think that's a bad take. And even if they do end up being their, the number ones on their team by midseason, this might be too much for you to come back from. With all that combined, with the strange picks in the late rounds, I'd give this team a C plus only for the upside of JT and Akers. As if they excuse me, as if they don't do what they want, this team could easily turn into a bottom three team, unfortunately. And that is interesting. I believe Walters will comment on it here in a sec, Josh, but Jerry Bear, as we've stated a couple times now, has three the three rookie running backs. Yeah. Holy rookie running backs, Batman. Team 11 has some big balls by drafting a rookie running back core. Um, is his plan going to bring him to the promised land or have him come crashing down? Nobody knows. You drafted plenty of wide receivers, although I believe you'll be left with more to be desired at the receiver position this year with Keenan Allen being your most talented one. Jeremy, your team name, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Not very, not very creative, but... For those of you who don't know, that is the uh, child from Home Improvement. <gasps> All right, moving on to one of our final three. Wilbert Schultz. You took with your draft picks. Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, A.J. Brown, Odo Beckham Jr., A.J. Green, Kyler Murray, Zach Moss, Jerry Judy, Mike Kosecki, Damian Harris, Colts defense, Greg Zerline, Michael Pittman, and Tua Tungavailoa. Not bad. Overall, the football guys gave you a B plus. You got a 167 from the Fantasy SP, a 88 out of a hundy for the Fantasy Pros. Jack gave you an A. Roto Trade only gave you an 81, but they projected your record to be seven and six. Who'd have guessed? Josh, break down your four S's for the Willie Squad. Uh, my favorite pick was Kyler Murray. Um, I feel like he's going to have a decent season this year. I like him more than Dak. Not that, not to say that I just don't necessarily like Dak. Um, 
I don't. Um, but I do think that Kyler Murray's gonna have a decent season. My steal, I had Damian Harris. I think that uh with that backfield, um, without Tom Brady there, that backfield might to see a little bit more stability. Um and so Damian Harris has been doing well in camp from what I've read. Um, and granted there are guys like Lamar Miller there, but he's coming off injury. The only thing that would throw a wrench into this is if Leonard Fournette ended up there somehow. Um, steamer won't play up to the ADP Joe Mixon. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Mixon. Um, I, well, I am a big fan of the Mixon, but I just don't see him as a, um, at this point, I guess there's been a lot of running backs off the board, but I don't see him as a second round running back, um, especially in an offense with a rookie quarterback and the Trey show line. Um, so he is my steamer stinker. Odell, he had a down year last year. Um, I feel like there could have been other guys on the board at this point. Um, just looking at this, um, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, DK Metcalf, all of those guys I would have rather had over Odell personally or hit me up. I will hit you up, Josh. My stud pick was Josh Jacobs. I know his ADP has been highly rising, but John Gruden wants to feed Josh Jacobs. Even at, what is this, the 12th pick? This is the 12th pick that Willie got him at. Josh Jacobs, I think, is a uh, is a stud at that pick. He carried me to the championship game. thought I lost last year. Um, so I know firsthand what Josh Jacobs can do for your squad. My steal, and this is a guy I was thinking about drafting late, but I already had too many other people at this position or too much other uh, depth. Michael Pittman. Um, between him and Paris Campbell, it's kind of a mystery who the number two receiver in Indy is. We know Rivers loves to air it out. Um, we also know that this team needs to throw the ball to someone. So if it's not T.Y. Hilton, who's it going to be? Michael Pittman is a rookie. Paris Campbell is in his second year. Um, but someone's got to get it. And Pittman is poised, uh, could be poised to have a great season. So I think he will greatly outperform his ADP. Moving on, Josh, you had him as a steal. I have him as my steamer, Damian Harris, simply for the fact that I think Patriots D or Patriots running backs, excuse me, are just much too volatile. Uh, you will end up having one or two that put up RB2 numbers, but it's seems like um you know they never perform the way they should so damian harris is getting all the hype now so that's almost a guarantee that he will be on the bench for the first 14 weeks of the season my stinker i put tua tungavailoa first off the dolphins have made it clear that fitz magic is going to start the season second off we don't need a second quarterback in this league you are third off you have kyler murray fourth off what the fuck are you doing that's all i had to say We'll move on to Jack's thoughts about your squad, Mr. Wilbert. Overall, I'm loving this team's I think your top six picks all will be getting drafted much higher next year than they are this year, meaning you've got great value and so many options for people poised to or poised for breakout seasons with no real weakness either, except maybe a third running back depending on how Harrier slash Moss do. I would say at this point, this team is the main threat to Team 10, and my pick for the other championship contender, Solid A. So Josh, Willie is your biggest threat. And if you remember how last year went, Willie was your biggest threat. I was my own biggest threat last year. What did Walters think about Wilbert's squad, Josh? Uh, Walters says Josh Jacobs and a Joe Mixon are very, very nice picks. That's two varies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, your team has a lot of big-name players. However, you are banking on Odell and AJ to have bounce-back seasons, which I find to be a little bit risky. Overall, I feel your team is very solid, and as long as your wide receivers don't have terrible seasons, you should find yourself in the playoffs. Willie, your suggested team name, Judge Judy. 
not bear not terrible but josh have you seen what his team name currently is i have not his team name is currently and i'm glad you're sitting down for this his team name is the catalina wine mixin willie your suggested team name is the catalina wine mixin there you go i thought you'd appreciate it all right josh hit us with that jesse squade Andrew Hopkins, Aaron Jones, Aaron Marty Cooper, Mark Andrews, Michael Gavin, Marquis Brown, Daryl Hunters, Carson Wentz, Latavius Murray, Steelers, D, Tony Pollard, Justin Tucker, Burchard, Perriman, Daniel Jones. A minus from football guys. Football or fantasy SP give you a 197 out of whatever um, fantasy pros. 93. Jesse, that's probably the only 93 you've ever seen as a grade. Jack B. Roto Trade gave you an 87. Still a bit high from what you saw in school, but you know, it's still a decent grade. Eight and five was your projected finish. Garlic, did you die? No, I was... <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it later. Jesse, my four S's for your squad. For my stud pick, I really like the Michael Gallup pick. Big Mike Denny's McCarthy has been hyping up Gallup hard in camp. It sounds like that offense is going to be going off. Uh, Mike McCarthy is not unknown for that, so it's possible that Gallup gets plenty of touches, especially with Amari Cooper probably being doubled and the threat of C.D. Lamb looming. For the steal, I picked, I picked Hollywood Brown. Uh, for some reason, this guy is falling in drafts. He's the number one receiver on a team that had the most passing touchdowns in the league last year. So, there's, I mean, even if you think there's regression, this guy's going to get a lot of looks. Hollywood Brown will definitely outperform his ADP. My steamer, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, this air raid offense will probably net DeAndre Hopkins less targets than he got last year because Deshaun Watson had literally no other options. It's not that DeAndre's bad. Definitely one of the top three talented wide receivers in the league from talent. But for fantasy purposes, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins will live up to his ADP, so he is my steamer. For my stinker, Jess, I didn't really give you a player. I just put down one starting running back. He took Aaron Jones in the second, and then didn't take anyone until Daryl Henderson in the seventh, who is the alleged backup to Cam Akers. Even if they're splitting time, he's not the runaway starter. Latavius Murray is obviously the backup to Kamara, and Tony Pollard is obviously the backup to Zeke. So Jess is going a little bit with the Brian method of fading running backs, even though it didn't work out for Brian last year. So those are my thoughts, Jess, uh, Josh, on Jess. What are your thoughts on Jess, Josh? Uh, stud Aaron Jones. Obviously, a little bit of a homer pick there, but uh, I mean, as far as fantasy goes, last season, that's what most of these ADPs and most of these things are based off of projections. Um, last season, he was one of the top running backs, um, and yet he's being taken after rookie um, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake. Um, I personally would have rather had Aaron Jones over them, especially in a offense like Green Bay, where they're going to run, run some play action screens. Um, I just, I, I think Jones is one of the top running backs in the league, a little bit biased. Um, now, some of you might be saying, well, they just drafted a rookie running back. Yes, they did, but they only drafted him because of his thighs. I don't think he's going to run the ball very often this season. Um, my steal, um, Hollywood Brown. I, I agree. I don't know how he fell that far. Um, and I'm kicking myself here for not taking it. But then again, I look at my team and realize if I would have taken a fourth wide receiver in the sixth round, I probably would be hurting um, quite a bit right now. Um, steamer, garlic. Sit down. I put Mark Andrews. What? Yep. Um, I love Mark Andrews. I have him in the um, Victoria's Secret League. Um, but I just, I feel like fourth round, um, 
it's early for him. Um, I, I feel like there's going to be some regression there. Hayden Hurst is gone. So, you know, that may benefit him in some way, but he is not a run block, a blocking tight end. He is more of a pass catcher. Um, my stinker, least favorite pick. Um, I put Daniel Jones just cause a backup or an, not a backup, um, a mouth breathing dumb, dumb, like Daniel Jones doesn't deserve to get drafted. Um, but you also had Carson Wentz granted Carson Wentz is made of glass. So Daniel Jones might be decent. Um, decent replacement for him when Carson breaks himself. Um, but then as we were reading through your team, I noticed you got Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. They're on the same team, bud. Are you going to be putting out two Dallas wide receivers? And then you got Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. So you're in, in your top six picks. You have four guys on two different teams. Bold strategy, Cotton. Oh, Jess, you didn't deserve all that. Just kidding, you did. Moving on to what Jack thought about the Jess, the Hick, the Tractor. Overall, I like a lot of the individual picks you made, but looking at this team as a whole, I'm just worried for your running backs hurting you. Jones is a solid but lower running back one, and beyond that, you might not even have anyone you can start. Hopefully something breaks right for one or three of your other options, but if not, this puts you in a hole for your starting lineup. I'd give this team a B overall and a fringe playoff team like five and eight. Five and eight to fringe playoff team these days. I mean, we only have seven teams making the playoffs, but I, I don't think five and eight is fringe. We, if we have seven playoff teams, interesting. Um, what did Walters have to say about Jesse Josh? Walters said, <laughs> um, Walters said. Your first four picks are very, very good. I love your wide receivers, although you seem to be a bit thin at running back. Overall, a decent team. Oh, what a positive guy. Yeah, apparently he doesn't know what team half of these players play for. Um, but yeah, so moving on, can you can you spit some of Garrett's players at us? Are you not going to give Jesse a, a free team name or whatever you're calling it? Oh, um, just smack your lips together. Like just a polar picture. Sake it like a polar picture. It's no, not stupid. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. I'll give you that. Amari Amari Cooper Super Pooper Trooper. Alright, stop your head, pal. The super Actually, Cooper the Super Jesse, Coopers. Jesse, I will give you I will give you permission to steal my team name from the Victoria's Secret League in which I have DeAndre Hopkins, and you can go with Nuke Skywalker, because his nickname is Nuke. Duke Skywalker isn't bad. Super Coopers isn't bad. I'm sure you can come up with something in uh, in there as well, Jess. Anyways, moving on to the <laughs> the final team, the Gare Bear with two R's. Let's make that clear. This is a G-A-R-R-E-T-T kind of Garrett. That's the kind of Garrett he is. But with the 14th pick, he took, and then others, including Kenny and Drake, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, Devin Single Lady, Dak Prescott, Evan Ingram, John Brown, Justin Jefferson, Duke Johnson, Darius Slayton, Harrison Butker, Roby Anderson, Cowboys defense, and then Antonio Brown in the final pick. Not Mr. Irrelevant, but in the final round, this guy takes Antonio Brown. The football guys gave him a B minus. Fantasy SP gave him a 191. The Fantasy Pros gave him an 89. Jack gave him a B plus. Um, Roto Trade gave him an 84 with a projected record of seven and six. Josh, wake up. Yeah. What are your four um, S's on the gear bear? Tyler Lockett. He is definitely the number one there um, in Seattle. Um, 
Steele outplays his projection. Evan Ingram, um, someone's got to catch the ball in that horrible, horrible, horrible football state. Um, and so I figured, why not Evan Ingram? He's shown flashes of success when he's not hurt. Um, Steamer won't play up to the ADP. Dak, I've already mentioned that I don't necessarily like Dak. Um, that team is, I mean, it runs through Zeke. Dak did did throw up some decent numbers last year, but then he kind of fizzled out near the end. Um, I personally would have taken somebody else there. Um, potentially somebody like, um, Hollywood Brown or JK Dobbins or he or any of those guys that, um, kind of in that starting range. Um, and then held out for a quarterback later. Um, my stinker least favorite pick Devin Singletary, they drafted Zach Moss. You took Devin Singletary in the fourth. Um, there were guys still available. Um, James Conner, David Montgomery, Melvin Gordon, um, those names I would have taken over Devin Singletary personally. Roger that. For my stud for Jesse, it is Julio Jones. Even though it was Jesse's, was it his first round pick? Or it was it's Garrett. His, oh, excuse me. Jesus. Garrett, Julio Jones was the 15th pick. Julio Jones is a stud. He could have easily gone earlier than that in the first the dude, for some reason, is an ageless wonder. He's not that old, but for guys his age, he is outperforming most of them that have ever played. Jesse's fucking stupid. Um, moving on to my steal, Darius Slate, and I certainly think he will overperform his ADP based on the fact that he had a good year last year, and him and uh, the, D jo- the D Jones, I forget his rookie or his uh, nickname from last year, but... They seem to have a great relationship going. My steamer, Kenyon Drake. I just don't think this guy's going to be the savior for the Cardinals offense that everyone thinks he is. And my stinker, Justin Jefferson. You took Justin Jefferson way too fucking early. So, oh, Danny Dimes. Oh, thank you in the chat. There's a, there's a name I don't recognize in the chat that reminded me that Danny Dimes was the nickname in, uh, for, for Daniel Jones last year. So thank you, Blake Blake Reno, Rhino? I don't know how to pronounce your name, but thank you for the Danny Dimes shout-out. And Jesse also said he'll watch the rest on Spotify, which, Jesse, Spotify is audio only, you big dumb shit. Also, Jack wants to point out... No, he's going to watch it. <laughs> he, he probably will. Uh, also, back to Jack, he's, when he said that uh, the 5-8 and eight was a fringe playoff team, he wasn't talking record, even though that's exactly how it was written. He meant 5th to 8th place. So, for what it's worth, Jack tried to save himself via text message. Moving on to Jack's final thoughts, though, on the Gare Bear Squad Supreme. Overall, this feels like a decently solid team, but I'm not sure you have enough top-end picks with upside to win and take over. You have a very safe team that should be in it each week with a chance at winning every matchup, but other teams have more guys that could go off and win. While you have the feel of a team that should score 90 to 100 every week, but never really that 115 plus week that takes over. I think it's a B plus for me and likely to make the playoffs, but probably not a great chance at making it to the top. Walters came in and said, your starting lineup is full of solid players. However, I feel like you'll be sweating your running back position all season, especially during bye weeks. I like your team, just need more running back depth. Now, Garrett, your team name is probably not relevant to anybody except for those that watch the league. But I'm going to go ahead and say the brown note. Ooh, I like it. I like it, Josh. Finishing strong. As far as teams um, to make the playoffs, Walters has teams 1, 4, 7, 8, 10, 12, and 13. 
So Jesse, despite everybody ragging on you, Walters has you, Walters has you and your three teams of starting players uh, making making the playoffs. Yeah, I noticed how we left out my team, so that's kind of fucked up, Walters. I thought we were friends. You didn't know it was my team because I give it to you with the team names blurred out, but definitely fucked up of you. Uh, Blake put in the chat, got a question for you guys when you're ready. Blake, you can go and shoot that into the chat whenever you want. It won't interrupt us mid-sentence, so go ahead and put that question out there, and we will answer it as long as it's not something too silly. But, Josh, that is all 14 teams. We just got a couple of great leaderboards, and we're almost out of here. How do you feel? Are you exhausted yet? Is Nikita going to be mad again? I mean, I've been exhausted since we started. Um, I'm more mad than her. I've had to pee for the last half an hour, and I feel like Blake's question is going to be insulting to both of us. Hopefully. We definitely deserve some insults. But anyways, Josh, moving on to the um, draft grade leaderboards. In the football, guys, um, Josh, you and Brad are ranked first. You both got A's. Eric and Derek and Jamie and Jesse are all tied for third with A minuses. Hammer and Willie are tied for seventh with B pluses. Nikita has uh oh i did this wrong nikita has ninth alone with a b garlic jeremy and garrett are all tied for 10th with a b minus brian is 13th with a c plus and t is last with a c um that took a little too long but we'll just say for fantasy sp the gradings we don't understand at all eric was first then brian jesse garlic garrett brad hammer nikita t Derek, josh willie jeremy and jamie moving on to the fantasy pros josh you were the top of that one um then it went eric garlic brad jesse hammer garrett Derek, willie jamie nikita brian jeremy and t and if this seems too decipherable for you listening to understand i will share the spreadsheet with you where all this information will be available you can read at your leisure but if we take all those rankings and we sum them together for a consensus of the computer algorithms rankings josh who do we have going top to bottom according to the ai overlords eric jesse brad josh garlic hammer garrett Derek, brian jamie willie nikita jeremy t t the consensus last team however tied with jeremy i technically didn't put in the tied rankings in there like i did for everything else but t you're not dead last alone you're dead last with someone else and I just want to go out and say fantasy SP. I don't, I don't know who this Blake character is, but if you work there, get a better system. Because I, I don't think Blake is associated with fantasy SP in any way. <laughs> I don't even know who Blake is. Um, not that I don't want to know you, Blake. You seem like a genuine fella. Um, but I had football guys, top ranking fantasy pros, top ranking Jack's top ranking Walter's top ranking and yet fantasy sp 10th 11th Oof. what is this that sucks to suck josh speaking fantasy of, stupid people speaking of jack we did list all the computer slash algorithm uh rankings first moving on to jack's more human touch josh you were first overall in jacks but tied with willie both had a's um jamie and i and hammer were tied for third with an a minus garrett was alone the b plus in sixth derek nikita and jesse tied for seventh of the b eric and brian tied for 10th of the b minus brad and jeremy tied in 12th of the c plus and then t still at the bottom so if you combine the jack and the computer rankings josh you catapult to first you move up three spots um eric moves down a spot to second jesse moves down a spot to third i move up a spot to fourth hammer moves up a spot to fifth brad moves down three spots all the way to sixth jack faded you hard brad garrett stays at seventh Derek stays at eighth willie stay or willie moves up two spots to ninth jamie stays at 10th nikita moves up one to 11th brian gets faded hard as well down three spots to 12 jeremy stays at 13th and t 
stays at 14th. And with Jack's rankings, they are not tied. So, T, you are alone in this one, unfortunately. What did the Canups do to Jack? <laughs> they He fucking hates him. I don't know if Jack, Oof, Jack has interacted with Brad maybe once in his life. And he was like, I hate this guy and the father that fucking spawned this demon into the world. Why is this kid wearing a high-res vest? <laughs> Why is he in a fucking Mr. McGiblet's fucking costume? That'd probably be the yeah. only time they interacted. Was that that's, a, that's a, probably it. Okay. All right. So we do. I'm going to get to Blake's questions here before we hit the outro. He says, I have CMC and Josh Jacobs. I traded James Conner and Watson for Amari. 12-man half-point PPR redraft league. I'm scared of James Conner getting hurt. Fair trade, you say? So to be clear, it was CMC and Josh Jacobs, but he traded James Conner and Watson, um, assuming Deshaun Watson, for Amari Cooper, Josh. Do you like the James Conner and Deshaun Watson or Amari Cooper better in that trade in half point 12 man ppr i mean i'd if it's not a super flex i would definitely take the cooper side of things i mean watson yeah and i mean i i'm not high on james connor i'm afraid of his injuries um and and then that offense it's fizzled since the the triple b's have left but yeah cooper um cooper Definitely had a turnaround last year once he got into Dallas. I, I kind of expect that to continue, especially if Gallup is a number one wide receiver, like Big Mike says. Um, Denny's. But then, but then um, who are the other running backs? Josh Jacobs and CMC? Yes, he says he has CMC and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, and I guess wanting to know his other wide receivers, um, I, I mean, those two in your starting running back positions, and then if Cooper is in your flex, yeah, I'd say that's a solid play. Um, I'm guessing Cooper would be in one of your wide receiver slots though. Um, in which I'd still think that Cooper is going to be above James Conner. Uh, so he quarterbacks are dimes a dozen. Blake wrote, as you were talking, he says, I got Robert Woods and Will Fuller and Deontay Johnson. So Robert Woods for sure a starter. Fuller is a fringe too, could also be in the flex, but Amari definitely takes that one or two spots. So he'd be running Amari and Woods for sure. Maybe Fuller in the flex. Maybe Deontay Johnson in the flex. Maybe someone else we don't know about in the flex. So I guess it would. Yeah, no, I, I like. Uh, I would. I would like that. And then whoever you get in quarterback. Um, I mean, you got to look at it. Maybe not last year, but guys like um, Lamar Jackson and um, Patrick Mahomes kind of came out of nowhere when it comes to fantasy relevance. So um, play the waiver wires and grab somebody that's going to be a stud. There you go. Blake says, appreciate it, you boys. He also said earlier, I dropped a sub so I can get to know you guys better. Blake, I don't know how you heard about us. We're probably not on any search in any algorithm anywhere for anyone's suggested videos, but we appreciate you, Blake. And if it's someone else on a Smurf account, I still love you for faking fan interaction right now because that's makes me and Josh feel good for a moment. But uh, you know what, Blake? Blake, get out of here. Just... <laughs> Like, be a friend, tell a friend. Tell your friends they can come in here. Obviously, we have no actual viewers, no actual friends. You can come in here and you can interact with us as we go live um, once a week. The schedule's going to be changed in a bit, but it'll be solid by October. But, Blake, be a friend, tell a friend. Make a bunch of Smurf accounts. Help us get to 100 subscribers, Blake. I'm challenging you because all our other friends are already subscribed and we ran out of people. We ran out of friends. So, All right, Josh. Also, did you mention the uh, FanDuel challenge? Maybe Blake wants to get in on that. Oh, the FanDuel challenge is full. We have 20 people, and that's the max. Maybe next year, Blake. 
<laughs> don't worry blake you can still um submit other stuff just through emails through comments through whatever facebook.com should anyways josh moving on to the outro i know you want to get out of here do you have any other final words about the draft or about the upcoming hood fantasy season uh thanks for the money bye everybody all right, next week we are going into our fantasy predictions and our week one preview. We are also going to unveil our first Fave 5 topic that will come in the next week after that. Unveil? Unveil, unveil, whatever. cheap. Uh, whatever, Josh. We're doing Fave 5s, and the first topic will be announced so you guys can play along with your lists. Um, Josh, I put a note in there for you. You can text that to me later or figure it out tomorrow at work. Anyway, stay safe, guys. COVID is real. The country is in turmoil. The world is hurting. But stay safe. We want you to be around for a long time. Blake, like I was just uh, shouting at you, journey to 100 subscribers. Be a friend. Tell a friend. We'd love, uh, we'd love to get up to 100 so we can have a custom URL. Overdose at gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod, anchor.fm slash hoodpod. You can leave us one-minute voicemails at a time. And that's all we got, Josh. We love you. We'll be back. Is next week Wednesday or is next week a Friday for us, Josh? Wednesday. Next week is a Wednesday, so we'll be back here 5 p.m. next Wednesday, assuming Josh doesn't get a phone call from his mom right before we go live, everybody. I love you. We will see you then. Eustace. So, Blake, you filtered by live fantasy football. That is us. Shout out to the tags. Finally doing something for us. If you have any other questions, we will be live again next week, or you can hit us up on Facebook. We'll be there as well. Facebook.com slash hoodpod. Throw a comment. Shoot us a message. Whatever. Josh and I are a bunch of stooges that don't actually know anything, but we'll pretend to know stuff. Go ahead and look at all the other videos on the channel. Look for episode 51, The Reintroduction. We just recorded a podcast reintroducing ourselves to the world. That's probably hard to hear me right now because the music is playing, but go listen to The Reintroduction Pod. You'll learn more about me and Josh, and we'd love to have you in the fandom. All right, that's for real. Bye, everybody. Miss you already.